Hey mamas, and welcome back for another episode of Moms with Moms. Moms offering mom support with moms on microphones. If you're new here, we talk about taboo things in parenthood, pregnancy, and postpartum. And we also grab something to drink. It can be whatever. I'm boring old lady and I'm drinking water today. Amanda's also drinking water, so we're super cool today. (laughs) If you're not new here, welcome back for another episode and thank you for joining. So Amanda and I had already been chatting. We were talking about bumps and bruises, leashes, and all the fun stuff. (laughs) So Amanda is actually going to talk a little bit about um, things that she didn't get told before. Things that nobody told her about becoming a mom and what could happen and all that stuff. Um, But before we get into that, Amanda, tell us three things that our listeners should know about you. Okay. I'm I'm an older mom, so I'm almost 40. Um, I am a, oh, I don't even know. I've been married for seven years, but together with my husband for 15. Um, and I am a regional manager over a lot of apartment buildings, so I have a pretty like a multi-million dollar establishment. So I'm pretty busy for work. (laughs) So it is, you know, um, every day is something new. Yeah. And you're a mom. (laughs) And I'm a mom. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a lot. (laughs) So what is the the name of the the job? Like what is the business? So I'm a regional manager. So I'm, I oversee, I'm part of the Solomon organization. Um, we are a pretty, pretty big outfit here in Albany. Um, so I oversee about 3000 apartments, uh, 14 communities, 70 employees on top of chasing a four-year-old. Oh, when do you sleep? Uh, pretty much after this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you have a a limited to some hours that way, you know, like go to bed. (laughs) <laughs> this is like a night out for me. I feel great. <laughs> I put some lip, lip gloss on and we're ready to go. <laughs> you got your hair done. You look super nice nope. and fabulous. I, woke, I literally woke up. This is all natural. This is it. Must be nice. It's, Must be nice. I will say tame your hair so you don't have to wash it every day. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Like it, that's, that's a big thing. Like I, like I see, you know, like the mom bonds and all that stuff. Like, yeah, but that's like at day seven or eight after I haven't washed my hair. So like you have to wash it, blow dry it, do the, the steps in the beginning and then it lasts. And I, I stand by it 10 days. Um, this is wash day. That's why my hair looks nice yep. and straight and regular. I probably will not wash it again until next week. <laughs> or unless I get spit up in my hair. If I get spit up in my hair, then I kind of have to because it smells and it's gross. Yeah, yeah. The snow it. really ruined my hair the other day. So that's why it's like all wavy. Because I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. So I braided it. So when it dro- dried, it was like this. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Looks good though. Thanks. Styling. Yeah, uh, you know, trying to be in tune with the youngs. <laughs> we have to. We literally yeah. have to. Yeah, I have to. There there's my four year old comes home with new words and I'm like, What is that? What? Thank God for Urban Dictionary. Yeah. I you know, and I have to call my husband. My husband is um an athletic director at a local college here. So it's like, do you hear the kids say this word? What does that mean? <laughs> this is a new one i don't know he goes who used that and i said the baby and he's like what and i said and he used it in the correct context like that is beyond so um yeah those were the three things that i i knew about like to share and um it's never never a dumb moment here in my household never so you have a four-year-old yes. do you have any any other kids like any steps of no. it, like step or anything none none we are in the middle of do you want another one are you good with one 
It probably goes back and forth every day, doesn't it? So when he, when he does something really awesome, it's like, oh, I could have like four of you. You're so cute. You. And then you have to wake him up in the morning for school. And it's like, why did I do this? Why did I choose Parenthood? Why? Why is this? So why did I decide to do this? This is horrible. <laughs> it's nice to know that that's not going to change. I mean, not saying like I want it to change, but it's nice yeah. to know that like I have a four-year-old at that point and I'll be like, yep, I'm still feeling the same feelings because those are the things some days when, and he's eight months old, as I said, and he's, some days I'm just like, what the hell? Why did yep. I do this? <laughs> like, who does this to yourself? Like, I, I, you know, everybody always asks like, are you having another one? And it's like, <sighs> I hate that question, but I don't know. Like my kid's wiping his own butt now. Like, I don't know if I want to do that again. Like mm -hmm. he showers himself. Or like the sleepless nights. Are you ready for the sleepless nights? No. I mean, here's the thing though. I did a horrible thing. So I, I so breastfeeding is not horrible. I loved that moment. Yeah, I no. was lazy and let him go sleep. I, that, girl, that is not lazy. If it, I it, didn't. Because he's in my bed and I didn't sign up to sleep in a bed with two six foot six dudes, man. He's, he's massive. <laughs> and you're probably in the corner like this. Yeah, and he's like long ways, like the long. And so it's like, my husband's here, the baby's here, I'm here. We're on the edge and we have a king size bed. And I'm like, did you sleep great? Because I didn't. Mm. That's what I was about to say is co-sleeping. Like when we do co-sleep sometimes, it's not comfortable. It's more of the aspect of like, I, like you said, I am too lazy to I'm too get tired. off my bed to go get you so you're gonna stay in bed with me because you're having a rough night and i'm not gonna keep getting up get the side sleeper spend the money yeah so at least they're near you but in their own space like that's what i i, I failed i should have done that what is the size limit though because i have a big boy i don't know i feel like you're pretty big i'll have to look into it yeah like i i highly recommend it because I feel like if I took my kid when I, when I, you know, unlatched him and instead of rolling him over to the side, the middle where it would be, you know, to the side, if I rolled him over into his own space, put up the side, he would mm. have his, I'd be close, but I feel like he would feel the ability to sleep by himself. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's how I, 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 I think I, I missed the train on that one. I just waved. Well, I mean, <laughs> on, the, on the role of talking about bad parenting, um, I combo feed. So at okay. night, one boy gets a formula bottle. I love we that. We don't nurse because he sleeps all through. Well, not all throughout the night. He usually wakes up at like four or five for another another That's feed. But Amazing. It is. We, we decided after that, um, I said to my boyfriend, and I was like, what if we just give him formula? He'll probably sleep longer. And... It worked because he was sleep waking up all of the time because he was nursing. And I'm like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I think the one thing, the, the number one thing that I learned after having a kid, your kid is your kid. What you hear might work for this mom, this mom, you might be the exception and this works for you. Mm -hmm. it, you pushed them out. You, you know, pulled them out. However, that, that baby came. That it's your baby. It's whatever works for you. And I had to learn that because it was hard for me to hear all these moms tell us this, this, and this, and this, and then kind of feel a little judged that you're like, oh, you're like co-feeding? And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I like to sleep. Did you? I don't, I'm sorry that that's not what you chose. Mm -hmm. But if that works for you, fantastic. Kudos. Like, wonderful. Like, I... Mm -hmm. My kid would not take a bottle. I could not pay him to take a bottle. Oh. Yeah. It didn't matter. I, all he wanted was boobs. Yeah. Well, and now I mean, he's, 40, he's like, I love boobs. That's great. I mean, around so everywhere. <laughs> around everywhere. But I also feel like like what you said is it's so important to for moms. I'm sick and tired of like those moms being like judging for what you do with your child. Like yeah. if I'm talking to you about what I'm stressed about and what I'm like not sure about. Don't yeah. come me in a judging way. Like, no. I want your advice, but I don't want you to be a dickhead about it. Yeah. Like, oh, and you know, like when my, again, like I, I know everybody's like, oh, you're not that old. Like I'm almost 40, whatever. 
but like when I my my friends would come to me and be like oh this is what I did I'd be like okay that worked for you this is how I do it like what would you what did you do differently and it was always I always led with well this is what I did mm-hmm. rather than well you this is how you should do it you know it's more of like this worked for me in my household and my lifestyle how I, it, you know it this is um my brother just had a baby in September and you know his my sister-in-law yeah she, they're about they're engaged you know she calls and she's like i don't know what to do and it's like well this is what works for me he's straight yeah. formula fed so it's hard for me to there compare when i pumped and you know forever and she's like i don't know he sleeps like six seven hours like he's good and i'm like oh i'm so jealous <laughs> you know it's well, just my, like, it's different yeah it's just different it's whatever you you know what works best for you and they my don't tell really good friend, she parents very different and there's nothing wrong with it because what she does works for her child but it's very funny because like when we talk about certain things it's like yeah I could never like I'm type a I'm routine routine is very important for us because that is how he sleeps she is not like routine with her kid and they her like kid routines. They like yes routines. She does not do a routine. Like her baby can sleep whenever. But her baby sleeps through the whole night. Oh, I'm so jealous. See, I don't care that no routine. Do you? That works. So one day she what she say to me, she's like, Well, just let him sleep when he sleeps. I said, Girl, no, no, he can't sleep more than this time at this time because then at night we we ain't gonna be sleeping. (laughs) No, it does not work. (laughs) It it's it it's whatever works for you. It's your baby. So would you say with this topic, unsolicited advice, you wish people would have told you that the unsolicited advice you're going to receive as a mom is annoying. Oh my God. It's beyond. It's so beyond. I remember when we, when we found out I was pregnant and you know, it's the doctors, they want to inundate you with all this, like, this is what you're going to experience. Mm -hmm. I remember looking at my doctor and saying, I don't want to know anything. And he goes, I'm sorry, what was that? And literally was like, I'm about what? And I said, yeah, doc, I don't want to know anything because I don't want to Google search or go through all these boards or apps mm-hmm. or blogs and be misinformed, not misinformed, but misconstrued information. I did get this fairy tale this is how easy it's going to be type thing. And it completely different. I want to be able to make a decision on how I feel at that moment when you give me the information. Um, you know, so that's how I, I did my, when we find out I was pregnant. So it's like, but you just get, you know, oh, you're pregnant. Well, this is what happened. And then you just get all these stories and all this information. And it's like, I, hold up. Yeah, I too much, too much. Oh, well, I had a C-section. Mm, I I don't want to know. I don't want to know because I don't want to be like, well, she got this and this happened to her and I don't know and now I'm scared and I just wanted to go as the time. You'll just get so much, so much information. Yeah. That's how I felt when we, um, with the genetic testing and all of that, um, awesome. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. I literally, my boyfriend and I had a really long conversation and I said, I don't want to know until this baby comes out or until later on, because in the genetic testing, again, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I say this on my episodes. I'm not a doctor. I don't know these things. This is just yeah, knowledge. Um, with the genetic testing in the beginning, they can be wrong. Oh, mine was so, wrong. Oh my God, shut up. So when we, we had a genetic testing, we get like 18, 16, 18 weeks in. Yeah. Yeah. About that, like you're, it came back. My my son tested high for uh, Down syndrome, and which I is have, fine. Which, yeah, yeah, it, it, completely. But you sit there and you have to wait days and days <laughs> for further information, further testing, and it's just like you get all this information to you and then you just, you have, you're just there to digest it. And it's like, now you have to have conversations and 
you know, information and, and then you're searching and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you have, you know, we went, we got that information and we were very blessed to have the opportunity to go get, uh, what's the screening where they check all your fingers and your toe, the toes and the fingers um oh god what is you know the really big ultrasound one that they they you know what i'm talking about yeah Yeah, they they count all the toes and then they look for markers so we were very lucky we were able to get into our local hospital for that within five days oh wow okay good yeah so we went in there and, and they they searched and they didn't see anything um you know we were blessed that it didn't happen um and it was wrong but you just it's Again, you want to make the informed decision. For me, that was my birthing plan was I want to make the informed decision when I get the information, not as I go along. Like I want to make that moment. Me and my husband, nobody else in the room, nobody else putting their input in their judgment, their ideas, their suggestions. And here we are. It's funny that you say that because we knew we were going to have a C-section not pretty early on. Um, but like further around the, lo- the road, there's a lot of reasons why I did. Uh, it was the best for me and my family. So at my baby shower was when people were asking me about things. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. I'm having a C-section. And everybody's like, what? Uh, You're having a C-section? You're having a, a planned, planned C-section? One. A planned one. Yeah. Yep. And it was the best decision I could have ever made because when that baby came out, I was calm, cool, collect, and in such good spirits. And that was, I mean, there's obviously other reasons, but that was what I wanted. I didn't want a traumatic experience with my labor. And there were certain things on my, um, on our radar that was pretty high. So I'm like, you're, you're basically telling me that the risk of me having a C-section potentially is high. And what causes moms to have bad C-sections is when they feel the trauma of the nervousness and everything. So, yep, nope, we're going to plan it. But it's, it, it's again, it's that people coming in and saying those things that like, well, when I did this, I did this. I'm like, Correct. I don't give a shit. This isn't Correct. my kid. This is my it's kid. also 30 years after since I've been born. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the medical field has advanced. Okay. <laughs> You know, we we have electric cars now. <laughs> like I want to say, like I say that to my grandma. Like, you know, we have electric cars, right? We do baby led weaning, and my mom goes haywire. Oh yeah, my oh mom. My, God, my mom couldn't com- compute it. She's like, "You're doing what with what?" And I'm like, "Watch this." <laughs> Isn't that too big? Isn't he gonna choke? I'm like, "He's gonna gag, and it's gonna teach his reflexes." But he's not gonna choke. Like he yeah. has not choked at all. He's gagged a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's learned. I probably can't put that big of a piece in my mouth, or I can't put this much in my mouth. Though so. I can't put the whole chewing stick in my mouth. No. Yeah. No. And I can't take one piece and then put another piece in my mouth. I have to wait till the one piece is done. Yeah. Oh. We're getting there. So, what's another thing that um, you wish you would have known? <laughs> uh, I, I literally told my husband I was like I think I should write a blog <laughs> about it because it's it I really had a great pregnancy um yeah I know some moms don't I enjoyed it I loved every moment of it I had a great experience at the hospital um we had to be induced so it was planned you know yeah. I didn't have I stopped at five guys Checked in at five. My body loves Pitocin, so I was having contractions all the time. Like, it was great. (laughs) Um, A thing that I, I guess for me was how quickly things change for you as a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, Your circle that you feel like is really big is not. It's very small um that supports have that support system um kind of locked down so that you know who to identify my family lived about an hour and 15 minutes from us and i remember calling my mom at like 6 37 o'clock and being like one of us one of us is gonna make it through the night and i don't know who it is i don't know somebody's gonna go because i'm not gonna make it um Mm -hmm. i know people um say sleep when the baby sleeps 
I couldn't. I'm not that person. Um, so that was a hard thing for me. Um, as a mom, it was it was hard because you have all this stuff, you know, laundry, and you want to cook because you want to eat, but you're tired and you're pumping or feeding. You know what I mean? It's just it's exhausting. But you just want to sit down. The clothes will be there tomorrow. Like let don't stress yourself out for that. Um. I think that was one of the, the top the big topics. Um, when you uh, gave birth, did you have to watch the, I call them the scary horror movies, but the movies about like um, SIDS and the baby shaken syndrome, like they made you watch the videos? I mean, both my boyfriend and I have been in the human services field okay. and I've done a lot, like I've had to do presentations and stuff on SIDS with my families that I've worked with. So I don't know if that's why we didn't have to, uh, but yes, that can be you very scary traumatic. <laughs> I feel like there's scary movies at the end. So you have birth, you give birth and then in 20 minutes they're like, everybody comes in, they poke you, poke you, poke you, poke you, touch you, touch you, touch you. They're touching the baby and they're like, okay, here, you have to watch these two movies. And you have to sign off that you watch these videos. And when I tell you, me and my husband's eyes are like, and now you want me to take care of that with no manual? <laughs> oh my gosh. So that was kind of, nobody told you about that. Like there was, no. nobody told me about that. And I know they're real things and they're scary, but it was like, I just, it was, it, I think my husband put it, it was like 34 minutes before we were sitting in front of this, these two videos watching them and the baby just came out. It would be nice for like moms to know like, hey, you're gonna have the baby and you're gonna watch this movie. It's very important, but it's kind of traumatizing just to Correct. forewarn you. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like, hey, leading up to your pregnancy, we should probably, you should watch this at your like, your, prof you, yeah, the, you know, your physicians or whatnot, you know what I mean? Like watch it before you have it, but. They, they, it was like, tw yeah, 34 minutes and we were watching this video and you had to sign off and they're like, did you sign the forms? And I'm like, yes, but like, what did I just watch? I just gave birth. <laughs> Vaginal birth. Like I just gave birth and I here we are. I just pushed the child out. Now you I want me to listen to this thing about how my baby could die? Like what? Right. And don't, <laughs> and, you know, and, and don't like the baby will cry and you can't don't don't do this and don't do that and i'm like okay so where is the manual come in like what what point does the manual come <laughs> with this um a big th uh, another thing that i i was uh, just because i breastfed I, I mean it didn't bother me but hospitals really push for breastfeeding yes hard like very hard to the point that you know they don't really have nurseries anymore the baby stays in your room the entire time mm -hmm. so as soon as you have a child you do not have no you, you, there's not a moment where the baby goes it's with you the entire time the and, hospitals like were yeah it's like it, it's very quick and i remember after having him and sitting in the the hotel the baby i'm not hotel i felt like it was not a hotel you <laughs> the hospital and the baby, like, it, what, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cluster feeds. Mm. And it's nonstop. All, and then if you don't well, make the good latch, it hurts. And, you know, it's, babies sometimes don't latch right away. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. You'll get it. But it's like. Nobody was there to kind of like coach you to do this or, hey, just know that your boobs are going to really hurt because your baby's just going to want to suck on it for like 34 hours. And they make it seem like it's going to be so natural and so yeah, easy. Yeah, like, oh, here, just he pops his head back and you just right on it like a goldfish, like right on. No, that's not. Um, it, that was, that was a real eye-awakening experience when I was like, okay, well, I'm tired. I just had a baby. I'd like to take a little nap. Can you take the <laughs> And the girl's like, yeah, no, that doesn't happen. There's no nursery. Like, he's he's here with you. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. We had one nurse, and I think it was because I honestly was so tired, and um, my blood pressure kept going up and down, up and down, and they did 12-hour shifts, and we had one nurse who was super nice, and she's like, if you guys need a break, let me know. The nursery is pretty quiet tonight, so I can take him for a little bit, and we had her three days straight, so she was one that I felt very comfortable with. Oh, good. And then finally, it was like 5 a.m., and he was cluster feeding that whole night. So my boyfriend and I had no sleep because my boyfriend was great. Like I was nursing. So he would get the baby. He'd put him on and everything. So all I had to worry about was getting him to latch. So at 5 a.m. she comes in. She goes, how's everything? And I'm like, I'm going to be honest. Like I just need some sleep. I can't function. She's like, well, I leave at 7. Everything has to be done. She's like, I can take him for an hour. I said, fine. Give me an hour of straight sleep and I'll feel great. (laughs) Right. That's it. But she offered she offered yeah. none of the nurses come out and like say that like hey if you need a break let me know like i'll take the baby and i feel like they should and ask me like, like i feel like i like i said i had like with you i had like one or two nurses that actually asked me are you okay do you need something or is there mm-hmm. anything i can do for you it you know it was i'm so tired can you just I know you have to come in there and do your, your tests and stuff, but, like, can you pull the baby? You, they, you know, they have little hallways. Can you pull the baby to the side? Just, like, have the dad look at him. Like, I'm just so tired. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me 15 minutes. Just 15 minutes. I'm okay with 15 minutes. Let me power I, nap. I can con- conquer the world with 15 minutes right now. Um, but, yeah, they, they don't tell you that. They do not tell you about the cluster feeding. And I feel like they don't really educate women enough that it's okay if the baby doesn't latch right away and somebody should be there to help you like I had nobody there the girl didn't the lactation consultant didn't come in until they were rushing me out to check out Uh, the the end of my the end of my pregnancy and like the whole was horrid horrid Um, so you get banded, you know, the baby gets banded. I didn't get banded, nor did my baby the whole day. My, me and my, and they came in and they asked me, Hey, Oh, hold on a second. He heard me up here talking. He thought I was sleeping. (laughs) You're totally fine. (laughs) Um, so I didn't get banded. I had the baby. I was in the bathroom and, um, they took him to go do some testing they came back and they said mom can i scan your band and i put my hand out from the bathroom and they're like no your other band and i said this is the only thing i have and they literally almost didn't give me my baby back Mm. and i said i remember yelling from the bathroom very calm and cool collective like (laughs) i told nurse i said if you think for one second you're not giving my baby back after i just sat in labor for 36 hours everybody's going down (laughs) <laughs> and I just like laughed this evil laugh. And my husband goes, everybody thinks it's funny. I know that laugh. And she's crazy. <laughs> she's serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and he's laughing because she is a hundred percent serious with everything. <laughs> uh, so we got banded uh, right then. They banded us. And then like four hours later, they came, like we were checking out. So that was a horrible. They were like, oh, you have to leave at 12. You have to leave at 12. You have to leave at 12. So, here we go. <laughs> it's He'll make a debut. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. He's so cute. Look at him. <laughs> he's, so, he's so angry. Um, he's like, you're paying attention to me. This is terrible. I've been downstairs with Dad for a really long time. What are you doing upstairs? Where Who are this? you? Who's this? You're not allowed to have any friends. Um, Let's talk about that. About how you literally become like the unexpected default parent and dads don't understand what it means. And it's not that they don't do anything. And I think that's the hardest thing to explain to them is like, you do a great job and you do so much. And it's not that you're not a great person and you're not a great dad, but you don't understand the way it feels to be the default parent. <laughs> it, it's hard. So hard because it's like, Hey, um, <clears throat> Because even when I don't and I need a moment, the anxiety and the guilt of me checking out is hard. Yes. 
because I am said default parent. So it the default parent is just so hard because he, I mean, he does. This is it. This is what he wants when he wants it and how, mm -hmm. and there's nothing else that he wants. Mommy, mm -hmm. uh, where, where, where's my car? Daddy, don't... It's go-karts downstairs. Huh? Daddy has it in his car. It's the go-karts. Go ahead, tell what? him, tell him to go go-karts. Um, it is, because it's like you, you don't want to feel like you need to have a break because you're a mom. You shouldn't have to have a break. No, I need a break. I'm at a point now. He's four. I'm, I'm, I need a break. And a break with a cocktail, a beach, and nobody. Yes. Nobody. Those three things. A drink. No phone. Leave nothing. me alone. Nothing. I don't even want to hear a breeze. Like, I just... Mm -hmm. Tell him to go get the go-karts? Yeah. Are you sure you asked them? Yeah. Are you sure to ask him for the go-karts? There's the mom look. <laughs> Your kid's going to be on YouTube, just letting you know. Um, I, the, the default parent stuff really sucks because, yes, you give it, you, you, you want the moment and you want some free time, but you see, feel just super guilty. And you become mm -hmm. the default parent because you, like, I breastfed. He yep. wants me for his comfort. I mean, yep. I could put him to sleep pretty quickly, like still at four, I lay him on my chest and I tell him, listen to my heartbeat. And in 10, 10 minutes tops, he's asleep. Like it, it's, it's exhausting sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, and I have like, I have a really intense career and it's like, everybody needs something from me every single second yeah. of the day. Again, cocktails, beach and nobody. Three things is what I'd like, please. Please and thank you. <laughs> it was my uh, boyfriend. I used to take a ton of baths. I couldn't when I was freaking pregnant, but I used to take a ton of baths, like with a glass of wine to just relax. Mm. And my boyfriend for Christmas bought me like a, a comfy pillow pad so oh, I could I love relax. That. However, I haven't used it. Last night was the first night I used it. And it was funny. He's like, he's like, well, you're finally going to use it. And I'm like, when have I had the time to take a freaking bath? Right. Right. And, and, and I don't mean to sound snappy when I say it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. bad because I'm like snappy. Like, can you get him? And I don't mean to say it snappy, but it's just like, I, I literally say I feel like overstimulated. I just feel... Yeah touched out i feel mommied out mama 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 and it's like i can look at him and as long as i don't even if i don't say what he's like mom 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 and i'm like i'm literally looking at you what and he's mm -hmm. like hi like the stewie moment hi is real it's like You're just <laughs> like did you are you kidding me <laughs> like, is this this is real? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that for me. <laughs> yeah, I like how you the overstimulation because oh I God. feel like you said like I'm not mad at you. No. I'm not mad at you. And just I feel there's so many things going on. It was a joke for a while for us. I mean, it still is, but I'm not as overstimulated. But one day, I just I literally said to him, he's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I'm freaking overstimulated." That's it. <laughs> So now it's a joke here and there. He's like, are you feeling overstimulated? Yes. Yes. In fact, I am. Yes. And and it's, it, and it's, even it's hard to breathe. Like I feel like in process, cause everything's coming and it's like, okay, you're processing this and here comes another thing. And then here comes another thing. And here comes another thing. And it's like, I want to shut down, which can't cause you have your kid. Yep. And, and you, what's for dinner? Mommy, I want this. And mommy, I want that. Mommy, I want Tabby. And please put your pad in. Please put my password in for Tabby. Can you look up this? Can you spell this? Babe, what's for dinner? Did you do my laundry? And it's like, I, I'm done. And I always say this. I go, time out. Mom, mom needs time out. I just need, what do you need? Okay. What do you need? Okay. I'm time out. Like, I just need to stop the chaos. And I say time out and I prioritize. And then I say, okay. Were you an anxious a person before you were a mom? No. 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 <laughs> You're like, no, ma'am. 
No, I was, I, and I don't want to say that I, I, I could process things quicker and more. Yeah. Like my bandwidth was bigger and wider and longer and could handle more stuff. And now I tell, I, I, I see myself saying and feeling like I don't have enough real estate in my mind. Like there's two, there, there's a little square that's left for me. And I'm like, I have like, do not trespass. <laughs> like my bandwidth is, it's much smaller now that I'm a mom. Very much smaller because it's like I, I I I consider myself pretty much a help probably a helicopter mom, you know. There's having to have the hard conversation with your four year old that he can't get light up sneakers because he would be easily identified in an active shooting. It's hard to have that conversation with a four year old because he doesn't know. But all your sneakers for a four year old are light up. Those are the cool shoes. I want Spider-Man shoes, mommy. I never thought about that. They, they light up. And if they're sitting in the dark hiding, but you, it it's sad. It's a very sad. And it took it takes you it took me a long time to find stores that didn't have light up shoes. Skechers. Skechers do not have light up shoes. <laughs> please don't please don't take them all though. Okay, moms, please. Please don't take them all. <laughs> Um, but it, it's a very hard, sad conversation. So, you know, the bandwidth is just super small being the, the helicopter mom. Cause everybody, you know, you just, you hear all this stuff and I'm like, ah, mom bear. And then, you know, at the, I, I have a husband, like, where does he fit in all this? And and it's hard. I like that you say that because I'm also- year old man child. Well, and it's hard being the helicopter mom too, because when your significant other wants to help with the baby, you can't help but interject. Yes. Oh my not god. Not micromanaging. It's not. And he always says he's like, he's like, I feel like you're micromanaging. I'm not trying to. I just can't help it. Like I can't help it. So sometimes I just have to walk away because I'm like, I, nope, nope. Because I I just want to be like, no, do it this way. <laughs> so I have learned about myself is that in my mind, I feel things are supposed to go a certain way. Yep. When they don't go a certain way, I feel very anxious, unsatisfied, and unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I'm working on that personally and professionally. And it's okay. I'm like trying to train myself. It's okay if he, like I, like I hear him right now downstairs giving his dad a hard time. And I'm like, uh, but I know, like I'm, I know he's okay, but helicopter yes. mom wants to be like, that's my baby. Let him do whatever he wants. Like, stop, <laughs> leave him alone. He's only four once, you know, like, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. You have to train yourself and I'm working on it. You know, I'm, I'm really trying to, because my husband, like your boyfriend, he's just, it's, it's hard for them because yeah. he's like, you make yourself the default parent because you don't allow me to do stuff. That's not it. And you want to break. And you want to break. But you can't do it because your kid wants you. And you want your kid. So we're in a tough enough. We're trying to rock in a hard spot right now. Like, what do you want to do? Pick and choose your balance. So. We're, we're working on it. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. It's small steps. It's, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Listen, you just accomplished it right now. You didn't take a break to go help your uh, husband and your son. No. Because uh, I just... Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I need cocktails, beach, and alone. And I can think that into my mind that at some point that's going to have to happen because I need to be the best version of myself mm -hmm. and my kid deserves that. So I need to allow my husband to be able to handle that. Even though in my mind, I'm like, okay, let him be, let him be. But yeah, it, it, it's, you just have to just little small steps. And it's okay to, to to celebrate them. And you can go backwards and go forward. It's on your time. I mean, you only got 18 years, right? Heck, no, I started working at 14. <laughs> that little boy's going to start working. <laughs> like, I, no, absolutely not. I, I You know, you have to have those conversations too. Like, okay, well, are we paying for college? Are we not paying for college? Are we going to buy the first car? Are we not going to buy the first car? Yeah, like, what are your parameters? Are we keeping them in public school? Or are we going to charter? 
Mm-hmm. You don't have those, co- you don't, you know, you don't really have those conversations until it's now. It's really funny that you say that because in a lot of my other relationships, I never really talked about like, oh, what is your type of parenting style? Like, what yep. do you feel is important in parenting? And with my boyfriend, we had that conversation and it was really nice to be like, okay, so you feel the same way that I do. And I think it should be something that is spoken about more in relationships yes. about what are your views on parenting? Because I think that if you don't have a lot of things that align, it could really be detrimental to your relationship. And the kid, because the kid doesn't know, you know, they want boundaries and they want they want the schedule. They want the expectations. And if one parent is doing something, they're smart. These kids are so smart. Mm-hmm. Like my four-year-old outlets me a lot. And I'm, and I'm like, did he really just, you know what I mean? Like I, I and I have to process it. And he did. He outwits us. Like, there was movie day on Wednesday. I didn't go work. I had stuff to do at work. Yeah. My husband went. And I, I picked him up from school because my husband had to work that night. And I said, how was movie day? He goes, you would have known if you went. He's four. Okay. Four. So, and I said, real. okay, well, the sass is real, sir. I apologize that I couldn't make it. But you like your toys that you play with. Correct? And he laughed and he said, yes. And I said, okay. I said, you know, we continue on the conversation. And then he goes, just so you know, this is the second time you missed something. He's four. So for me to know, (laughs) the sass is real with mine. And I think those conversations have to happen. Even you're going to be involved. Like if you're thinking long-term with somebody, the possibility of having a kid is there. You have to be aligned because it could just totally the kid can play each other, play you. They're very smart. So. Mm-hmm. And I don't think just to say this for the record, too, is like I don't, you don't have to have everything that you agree on. No. no. And you don't have to have it together either. You don't have to have it together either. No. But I think that really kind of talking about it and saying, OK, well, what if what if he wants this or she wants this? And what if what do you think about this? having those conversations is so important because you don't want to have a kid being like, Oh, well, mommy said I could do this and you didn't tell me I couldn't. So I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. 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 Agreed. I mean, did we not do that? Was I mean, I didn't have a dad, but I had my mom and my grandma. Like I knew what I could ask my grandma and get away <laughs> with. And then I wouldn't tell my mom. <laughs> do it. Hey dad, dad, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ask. Don't tell mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, again, I'm almost 40. So it's like, uh, yeah, I still do it. it mm-hmm. And it, it's you have to have those conversations. For mm-hmm. sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. it's just, again, like you said, in this whole thing is those are the things that people don't talk about. Oh, my God. No, no. And in gentle parenting or. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> ever that means in your book i don't know what that is um my kid knows that if i give him the look you saw him leave mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm not playing i can feel my mother come out of me like we're done <laughs> i am i've met my threshold we are done get the check <laughs> mm-hmm. um but it, it's <sighs> I feel like, again, that's that whole thing we said in the beginning. If it works for you, great. Yeah, um, it, all for it. Power to peace. But I can tell you right now, I will not be a gentle parent. It's not going to work. I, I just, there, there are some things that are okay, but, like, my kid wants to argue and fight in the morning for school. I don't care you are going to school, period. So either we're going to do this nicely, or... I'm going to have to sit on you so you can brush your teeth and put your sneakers on. We can do it either way, but you're going out the door. Your teeth to fall out. Do your teeth to fall out because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and my, my, my son will be like, ah, Mommy, I can't have any more candy. My teeth will fall out. You're right. You're Good. right. Good. I love that. <laughs> you're right. And I'm like, sometimes I have to put fear in it because I'm like, there is no other rationale. And again, he's smart. So he tries to outwit me and I'm like, no, 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 no. 
you know, my parents said a thing to me when I was younger, like when you have your own house or your own kids, you can make the rules. Well, this is my house and you're my kids. So now it's like, I can make the rules. Right. I I love this for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't pay that. I tell my mom all the time and like, my mom's crazy. I love my mom. She's great. Again, I say this in every episode. Like, my mom really is great. I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for my mom. I hate that I am becoming my mom. Oh, yeah. And it happens fast. Quick. <laughs> You're oh, no. Oh. I'm my mom. Shit. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here, let me put my helmet on. <laughs> the moment that was like a realization for me was i was singing to the, like savino where i was like talking to him or something and my boyfriend goes you sound like your mom and then we went to go visit my mom and i was watching my mom interact with my little brother i mean my baby and my little brother and i'm like oh shoot yeah i'm becoming my mom i am my mom this is wonderful yeah uh yeah it happens quick, and you don't even know. It just I, the the I could feel like my mom. My mom can't hide her facial expressions. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, I'm like I try. In my like, I'll be in a group setting, or my boss will be. She'll say something, and I'll be like, and I'll screw my face and not really feel like I'm screwing my face. And she'll be like, and I, clearly Amanda does not like this. And I'll be like, no, I'm fine. She's like, that's not what your face said. Just like I go, and I'd be like. Oh, mom, stop. Why did you come out now? It's like. You probably loved COVID then because of the mask. You could find, you could hide some of your face. I, I, that's when I had the baby. <laughs> In the midst of COVID. I'll never forget when the mask, like you could drop the mask in a store and my son saw his first person without a mask. And he, <sighs> we were in TJ mask and he, uh, Matt's, and he was like, and just seeing all the people with the, without a mask. And he was like, and you could see him try to process everything. And I just, I just, rem- I couldn't even get my phone out because I was enjoying the moment and yeah. laughing because he was like processing. Wow. Oh my, right. Like, oh my God, people don't have mat. Like that's not their face. And, you know, I just remembered laughing to my husband, like, oh my gosh, this is the first time he's processing, like, there's a world outside of a mask. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. But yeah, I had that and I changed my companies and I bought a house all in the same year of COVID. So, you know, we took my, I took my maternity leave. My husband overlapped his and then he stayed home and then Raiden went to daycare at six months old, which is expensive. Nobody tells you that either. You mm-hmm. need a part-time job for daycare. Not only isn't it expensive, but now the other issue is the freaking wait lists. And staffing. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't, don't even get me started with their staffing. If you are pregnant right now and you're watching this episode, go get on a wait list. Yes, right ma'am. Now. Right now. Right now. Right vent now. them out. Go there. See them. And get on. I, I remember staying on a wait list. And I, I completely forgot I was on that wait list. He, Raiden was two and, a half, two and a half years old before I got the phone call. Crap. That's how long I was on a wait list. One daycare's wait list for. It's a lot. There's a long, long list. And be on multiple. Just don't wait for one. Be on a couple. Mm. Yeah, no, we, um, thankfully, we've had the ability. I mean, it sucks because, like, we're, we definitely have to budget harder. But I don't, I also think about it. We would still have to budget because we'd be paying the money that I would be making more, that he would be making more if we were to do daycare because it's literally half your paycheck. It, it literally is. I remember when you go and they're younger, you bring everything with them. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, they don't supply anything. You bring your own diapers, you bring your own formula, your food, whatever. And I remember having the hard conversation um, with my significant other and saying, I'm literally paying 300 plus for eyeballs eyeballs because my kid eats the food that I supply and sleeps in the clothes I supply in the crib and blankets that I supply and he sleeps almost all day and I work 
to pay them in their eyeballs. <laughs> like I, it, it was, it was a hard pill to swallow. Um, and I'm very thankful that I, I had a great daycare at the end. It was hard because staff, you know, staffing is a huge issue everywhere, yeah. but you know, daycares like to be open the only working hours and nobody wants, you know, so you had to short, I have to shorten my day and make uh, modifications for my work schedule so that I could have childcare. So it was hard, but uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely get on the wait list and, and view your options now if, if mm-hmm. you're pregnant. Or like sit down and look at the financial aspect of it. Of is yes. it if it's better for someone? Sometimes I mean I'm not a full stay-at-home mom. I still work, but I found other ways to supplement income. So it's important too to like really sit down and say like, okay, what can we do so maybe that we can make it work if we don't yes. do childcare? Yeah. Um, because that's those are the things that again, like you said in the beginning, those are things that people don't talk about. They don't uh-huh. talk about that with you. They don't have that conversation. No mom's sitting there being like, hey, you should think about daycare and how expensive it is. It's an exciting time. But sometimes those friends need to be real honest with you and say, these are the things you need to think about. Right. Also, the cost of freaking diapers. Oh, like, my they gosh. They are so expensive. Like, yes, people tell you diapers and formula and all this is so expensive. But, like, I don't feel like they give me a number. Give me a freaking number and tell me that I'm going to be spending like $300 in one month and then $500 in the next because yeah. of just way things happen. It, there are so many diapers out there. Like, so my kid has sensitive skin, so I could only use Pamper Pures or whatever. That was the only brand that didn't break him out. And of course, that was more, more money than any other brand. And you can't buy them in bulk at BJ's or Costco's. And I'm like, of course. Of course I have the bougie kid. Who gave me the bougie kid? <laughs> you know, what? why did I pull that number? But yeah, they're super expensive. You know, they're, they're, exce- I, I have very thankful I had a baby boy because I could only imagine girls come with accessories like bows and shoes. And I, I don't know how I bust you girl moms. Cause I, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. They would have oh, I also think too is like be comfortable if you're not it's okay but like be comfortable with like taking used clothes oh my god yes a fortune on these clothes like he's already in 12 month clothes so we get all these clothes and he wears them maybe two times and he can't wear them again because he's too big it so my son went from size 10 to 12 in shoes in three months and shoes are four He's, he's ginormous. He's he's four and he's in six size. You get a little kid, six clothes. Like he's huge. He's massive. Big boy. Um, he has nothing to him. He's just tight. And uh, absolutely, I'm on Facebook Marketplace. I'm on Poshmark. Yes. I'm, I'm, hey, does anybody have any hand-me-downs? I'm looking for snow boots and, you know, things of seasonal stuff because it, I, only, I, I only have it for a little bit because he grows so fast so fast fast. and they're at an age where i feel like they don't care about those things right now when they get older and care i think it'll be different absolutely like when he's 10 and he's 12 and his friends are like oh i want these sneakers i want those sneakers i think that's more acceptable to be like okay now i'm not gonna buy you hammy like i'm not gonna get you hammy downs i'll buy you a couple of things what you really want but when they're in this age because of the, the fact that they grow so fast Freak that. I'm not wasting my money. No. If there's a cute outfit, of course. But, like, I, a whole wardrobe? I, nah. No. It, um, you know, they have consignment stores. I love that thing. I love I love consignment stores. So the school's always, every every month, there's a, a theme. So you have Easter shirts and Thanksgiving shirts. And wear, don't forget your Christmas pajamas. So it's like, I have all these things, one-offs, that I have to spend all this money on. And he only wears it once and it's in good condition because he doesn't spit up on it or draw on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do I do with it? Well, I would bring it to the store and, you know, or donate it. So it's I go there good. looking for the stuff that I need to do for, for an inexpensive cost because it's only going to wear it once. Mm-hmm. Once, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, Halloween, it was a whole week of things, you know, be a spider, be a mummy. And I'm like, who has mummy clothes? Do you have mummy clothes? No, I don't have mummy clothes. No. You, you know what I mean? Like, seriously? And I, I don't have that many Christmas pajamas. 
stop. No. Make Christmas one day, please. Wear red, wear green, snow theme, Christmas pajamas. Those should be the things. It's so funny because like it's only gonna get worse for you too because then he's gonna start doing sports. Oh, we play ski ball. That's awful. <laughs> it's like we play ski ball and they don't tell you like, oh yeah, he's gonna do sports. You signed up for you to be there every Saturday at nine a.m. I I remember waking up going, who? Why did I commit myself to this? I have to drive you and then sit there. Mm-hmm. And watch you play. Oh, and then help because you know they're young. They're young, so they're all like Squirrel. all over the place. <laughs> you know? It's so funny to watch them at that age, though. So, so cute, so cute. But I'm like, why did I sign this up at to do this at nine o'clock every Saturday for eight weeks? Because it's not nine o'clock. It's seven a.m. Yes. You've got to be prepared. You gotta get ready. You gotta do everything. And sometimes it might even be 6 30 a.m. because you wanna wake up before him to do the things, but he's probably gonna wake up right when you decide to get out of the bed. I feel like he does this. He like touches wait and looks for me and sources for me. And I'm like, my boy, I I wanna go downstairs. It's quiet. I want a coffee and nobody. (laughs) I want my time. So I it's like down the stairs. Radar. Yes. It's like sonar. It's like, meer, meer. she's not there. It's going all the way to the wall. Mom's up. I got to be up with her. She can't yeah. do anything by herself. It, it, it's just like that too, Courtney. Like, it like eyes open. Yeah. I'm ready. And I'm like, oh, sir, you haven't even taken a breath yet. Like, how and are you? Mom, mom, mom. Like, like you cut your arm off. Relax, and any other, day, any other day, it's difficult to wake them up. Oh like they God. don't want to wake up or they they sleep in. But it's the day that you decide, I want to have some time to myself. So I'm going to wake up early to have that time. And yeah. it's like, yeah, no, you're not doing that. Sorry, mom. Yeah, I literally am like, okay, my husband has basketball practice tomorrow at nine. If I wake up, I can start his laundry and have a cup of coffee before he has to leave. Mm-hmm. And everybody's quiet. And I'm going to be, I, I literally already know, like, this is not going to work out. I am already feel defeated. I'm like, I'm just going to stay in bed. <laughs> I don't even want to do this. I don't even want to do this anymore. Yep. Three pieces of advice that you would want to give to another mom that you think are so important. Okay. Three things to a new mom or to a mom that is important. You are doing a good job. Okay. That's huge. And I'm trying not to be emotional. Uh, Moms don't say it to moms enough. Women don't say it to women enough. Um, You are doing a good job. You are strong and you are amazing. So uh, that would be one. Two. um, You have to be. Uh, very, I would say more, not in tune with yourself, but just know when you need a moment and it's okay for yeah. you to a moment. Um, because that will help everybody. Yep. Um, and three, uh, cherish the moments that you have with your little, because they're only little for so long. Mine's four. I don't want to get emotional, but he's four. And I remember when I just brought him home, like, he, he, it, they're just, they grow up so fast. And now he's telling me about my life. <laughs> like, just like that. You know, you and today, that. like, today's new thing, he learned how to undo his car seat. Like, mommy, I can undo my car seat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it, every day is a new day. Just cherish all those moments whether big or small, um, because they're great. Like three plus, like find mom friends and not mom friends in the sense of like what you see on like Lifetime and like the movies. Like I'm coming over with wine and the kid, my cute accessory, like order a pizza. 
Like, <laughs> I don't care what we do. I'm in my jammies. Like, I, I need somebody. My like, house is a mess, but you can come over and we can sit on the couch while the kids play in the playroom. Great, and I'm up front. Open the door. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Open the door. So, enjoy your baby. <laughs> well, and you enjoy your four-year-old. I know. I'm so, it's quiet. So, I'm, like, scared to kind of go downstairs. <laughs> maybe you should just stay on. I know. I'm like, um, maybe I'll take a shower alone. What does that look like, you know? Maybe you'll wash your hair. Don't get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's too far. Come on. You're going a little crazy now. <laughs> well, okay. So we always end. Thank you again for joining and being vulnerable. And we need to cheers with our lovely water. <laughs> cheers. All right, mamas. So thank you again for staying tuned for another episode of Moms with Moms. If you like this episode, make sure to hit the like button. And if you want to see another episode or you want to get notifications, I have been dropping some YouTube shorts. So if you are wanting to get the notifications for that, you need to subscribe. If you don't subscribe, you won't know when I drop a new short. And I have been doing some cheap budget meals because um, I work five jobs and I'm broke. So you can follow me for some of my cheap ideas. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you want to follow daily reels, um, inspiration, keeping up with all the TikTok trends, here's my Instagram and my Facebook linked right here. And then my TikTok is a little bit different because I got banned from my first one. So here's the second one. And if you have any questions for Amanda or you just, you know, want to get to know her more, Make sure to hit the comments in below and I will make sure she's tagged or you can reach out to her. And as always, moms, what we do, we survive and thrive because that's moms. That's what we do. Bye, besties.